and welcome to the Rookies F1 podcast. My name is Chloe. And my name is Rachel. (laughs) We are Formula One fans (laughs) that know a little and talk a lot. So whilst our technical knowledge may be lacking, our opinions certainly aren't. So join us as we talk about Formula One and all of the joy as well as pain it brings us. And probably the weather as well. <laughs> this week anyway. Blimey neck, it's hot. It's warm. You know what, it might be a bit too hot. <laughs> it's absolutely mafting. Also... And it's only going to get warmer. <laughs> so not only am I really proud of us um, for recording today, I think it's 34 at the minute. Um, yeah. Rachel, I'm also a bit disappointed in us. <laughs> Because how long have we been doing this podcast now? Um, probably about a year and three months, four months, something like that. And you'll never guess what we have just discovered, or what I have just discovered. <laughs> oh dear, it's so bad. Um, we have been using our microphones wrong. This whole time. The whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we've had them plugged into like the the completely wrong place and we've been doing using them upside down. But you know, we could. We've been spending this whole time thinking, "Geez, our mi- like our microphones do the job, but could do better. Like maybe at some point we'll buy better microphones." No. <laughs> So if the sound quality is suddenly much better than usual, that would explain it. <laughs> Watch out, it's going to be worse. People will be like, actually, take it back, take it back. Take My it problem back. is now is that since everything's going to be louder, I'm going to have to try and figure out <laughs> I know what the sound, well, like how to get the right sound levels. <laughs> I'm looking at my like wavelengths and they're so big. The waveforms are way different. Like, I remember before it would always be like, oh, geez, a waveform's like hardly there. It's so weird and irritating. I wonder why. I wonder why. (laughs) It's because you've got two idiots operating them. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we may may be well educated, but it does not mean that we are smart. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, in our defence... How many people would know how to use a microphone like this? Maybe it is common knowledge. Maybe we are just thoroughly <laughs> maybe, stupid. Maybe we are just thick. <laughs> Why have we not looked at this um, manual before and looked <laughs> at the image of the setup and thought to <laughs> ourselves, hang on. <laughs> Who like, looks it- at the manual? <laughs> like, I found the manual the other day when I was clearing my room and I was like, hang on a second... That's not how we've been using the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? What matters is that now we're using them right. So Better now right than we never. are we are media experts, sound technicians, <laughs> loving life. <laughs> who who says our technical knowledge is lacking? Who says our technical not like who would say that about us? <laughs> Who would? We're just like so clever. We are geniuses. <laughs> we'll put together my law degree with your 
history and American studies degree. Boom, technical knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Anyway. (laughs) Anywho. This episode. It sounds like you're about to say this episode is sponsored. This episode is sponsored by... By Raid Shadow Legends. (laughs) NordVPN. Audible.com. Sorry, you can't get a free audiobook if you put in the code. (laughs) (laughs) Rookies. Apology. I mean, you can try. (laughs) You never know. You know, maybe. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. This episode. Yes. What are we Bonjour. doing? <laughs> Bonjour. 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 Wee wee. Um. Yeah. So this episode is a French and Hungarian GP preview because we have a double header coming up, which is the French GP and the Hungarian GP. Makes sense. No way. <laughs> Why we'd be previewing them? <laughs> so we're just gonna chat about last year's. Um, and what we think will happen, and what we think about them in in general. Whoop, whoop. Huge fans love the French GP. <laughs> oh, it's really best, it's, best track. It's really nice on the eyes. <laughs> I just look at it and I'm just mesmerised. It's just absolutely it beautiful. Is, it is gorgeous, and it it does not make me dizzy. <laughs> Okay, those lines. <laughs> them, them lines. Like. I feel like it's appropriate that this is the first thing we talk about because they are unmissable. That, they are so obnoxious. You cannot ignore them. I hate them. <laughs> I, I don't need to say anything more, really. <laughs> That's it. Um, don't they like... Um, isn't it something like the colour of the lines indicates the abrasiveness or possibly or I think I might but like I don't like think that, it's but like honestly it's not worth it it's not worth it <laughs> it's not <Why>? worth it <laughs> it's just a bit uncomfortable like is it is it like kind of pretty for like a second yeah, yeah but then it makes your eyes makes your eyes go all funny when they're moving past you and but when they're like, you know moving... when you know them um, videos where if you look at the centre of it for a while and it's got them lines going out and then you look away and it's like everything's stretching or yeah. moving in? That's what the lines remind me of. It's like I feel like if I look away and, and look at my sister, her face is about to expand. <laughs> I have sensitive eyes as well. Like, <laughs> Look, we are pale-eyed people. Don't I was I was walking across town the other day and someone thought it was a genius idea to paint the floor white. Why would they do that? <laughs> I was walking across white bricks and my eyes were burning. I was like <laughs> Have you gone outside today at all? Oh god no. That was I just went to peek outside because I wanted to see what it felt like. And like cause cause right now, because it's so warm, like everyone's got their curtains and everything closed like it feels like it's the evening when you're inside the house so it's like the the contrast plus the fact that it's just very bright (laughs) 
<laughs> so he walk outside, it's like going in the desert. You know when in films when it's like it goes white and then it comes into focus? <laughs> That's why it's like going outside. It hurts. Like, but I'm a, I'm, hey, look, I'm not going outside for any extended period of time. I am whiter than white with blue eyes. And the sun does simply does not agree with me. I am that person that will sit on holiday with a, a, a bucket hat, a t-shirt, and I'll have a towel around me. Because, quite simply, when I look at the sun, I burn. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of the sun, I burn. But honestly, good for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> But, like, for real, you're going to be the one who's, like, 50 and thriving because you've got no wrinkles from sun damage so you know what i will have wrinkles from though between my eyebrows constantly scrunching constantly you know what that probably is i just i don't wear my glasses chloe (laughs) i don't wear my glasses do you ever wake up though and you've obviously been like scrunching like uh, in your sleep and you're just like oh come on (laughs) yeah I can't even I can't even help that. What was what was I dreaming of? I've had some weird dreams lately. Sorry, we're like start talking we're, about We're just GP. delaying delaying the French GP. I got fall guys not long yeah. ago. Um and I think it infiltrated my dream the other night. Because like I was having to navigate this obstacle course, very colourful obstacle course. It's very high above the ground as well. I think it was a mix of Fall Guys and seeing a TikTok um, from the Floor is Lava show. (laughs) And it's like, you know when you wake up and you're just like, I know exactly where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's when I do dream anyway, because it's so hot, it's so hard to get to sleep at the moment. I've barely been sleeping. I am delirious. This is... I'm very tired. I feel like I'm cooking, sitting right here. Yeah, I have I have two fans on me, and in front of one of the fans is um, a water bottle that was completely full of ice, and now it's mostly water. <laughs> and it's dripping all over me. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I, I need a towel. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh god, everything's wet. <laughs> oh no! I might have to shut my window because the neighbors... Oh, you should shut your window. Keep the keep the heat out. In. Out. Okay. Keep the, the heat, heat out. Two seconds. The heat will get in. So you've got to keep it out. I think. Oh, my hands are so wet from holding that water bottle. Oh, Chloe. Yes? Um, I saw earlier on tiktok you know celebrations the chocolates yeah they've made a chocolate bar celebrations chocolate bar so like each square is a different How celebration chocolate i don't know but i want to try it um french gp <laughs> do you uh, remember who won it last year i know you didn't watch it but do you remember who i remember won it? it was in terms of how the French GP typically goes, I remember that it was a bit more enjoyable mm. than they have been. Was it a Red Bull? Yes. 
Max. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, so last year's French EP podium of Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton and Sergio Perez. Max had qualified on pole, but he had a, he made a mistake at the start which meant that he sort of went across the corner and all that bit. <laughs> Um, but what what last year's race came down to was strategy, um, at least between the Red Bulls and the Mercedes, because you might recall hearing about Valtteri and Lewis, but Valtteri was more angry on the radio, like, and Valtteri Bottas doesn't normally get angry on the radio, but this was because... So both Valtteri and Lewis had been on the radio saying that Mercedes should do a two-stop strategy. Mercedes did not do a two-stop strategy. Red Bull did do a two-stop strategy. And you can tell from who won the race <laughs> and who had both drivers on the podium which strategy was better. It was it was a two-stop and you had Valtteri Bottas on the radio going like, "Oh, when I say it should be a two-stop, we should do a two-stop. Like, that sort of anger. Because both him and Lewis had before... I think they were suggesting it before the Red Bulls even did it, but I could be wrong. Um, but it was it was a race of some cars getting quite bad tyre degradation. I remember the Ferraris had a shocker. Like, the Ferraris did so bad, neither of them finished in the points. I think one of them potentially had to do a three-stop. I could be wrong. But I remember they had some really bad tyre deg. Obviously that, you know, we can't say, oh, they must have this year because it's different cars. But that was a big thing. But McLaren had a really good race because they ended up fifth and sixth. So best of the rest, which was better than I think the where they qualified. So... You know, Aston Martin as well, both drivers in the points. But it, it, you know, it wasn't, was it the most racy race? No, but it was a big strategy, getting the strategy right, and some cars just struggled. That was last year's French GP, <laughs> in a nutshell. I wonder, because um, obviously it's ridiculously warm at the minute, do we know what the temperature is? Yes, in France this weekend. Well, I just saw that on Twitter not long ago, and it's saying highs of like thirty-five, thirty-six on the race days, which I believe might be hotter than it was in Spain, or around the same place. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I believe it's going to be pretty hot in Hungary as well, um, which worries me. First, like because that, like you think of how much the drivers wear and how much like they're exerting themselves. And I just, I don't want anyone to get ill. But then also, Ferrari, their engine, historically this season, hasn't done the best in warm weather. And, you know, considering that Carlos is almost certainly going to take an engine penalty this weekend, you'd hope that his new engine wouldn't blow up, but... Who knows, you know, th I mean, Ferrari just really can't be doing with an engine blow-up. But, you know, Ferrari do bad. All it takes is for the Red Bull to struggle with tyre degradation. 
and Lewis Hamilton wins. <laughs> it's a possibility. <laughs> it's every race this season. It's like, you know, they could have a problem, they could have a problem, which would then mean a Mercedes win, which could be Lewis Hamilton. I think he will get a win at some point, I think. He has to. I'm betting if he doesn't get a win, like, if the Mercedes isn't catching up, which it could do, then he's getting a win at Monza. That's what I'm saying. Lewis Hamilton wins at Monza. I just think it would, you know, story purposes, Monza's always a great place to get that special... It is. Special win. (laughs) Also, Daniel Ricciardo's going to have a stinker at Monza this year. I guarantee you. Because you think, think, right? Charles Leclerc, he won at Spa, he wins in Monza. 2019. 2020, what happened to Charles Leclerc? Into the barrier. DNF'd, I believe. Who won the 2020 Italian Grand Prix, Chloe? Pierre Gasly. Yep. What happened to him during the 2021 Italian Grand Prix sprint race? I'm guessing he crashed. (laughs) He crashed, which led to him DNFing from the actual race. Daniel Ricciardo won the 2021 Italian Grand Prix. So... I mean, (laughs) even ignoring that logic... Would we be that surprised if he oh, finished out no, of the point? Chloe. Oh, no, he's he's gonna he he's on his way up now. He's gonna win again. <laughs> we did we talk about his no. statement? Oh, you know we no because that happened after the last episode. So we did sort of talk about the rumors, but I I think what you know. He was always going to stay for next year. Like McLaren was saying, it's not McLaren's choice. The only reason he would leave would be on his own will. And like, why would why would he leave? He's getting paid the big money, fam. <laughs> and he's in a decent team. Honestly, like... But, like, I know he's contracted in, and I know that he he knows that, to him... He's staying. He's not going anywhere. That's where he lies. But I wonder if, like, if he has, like, an absolute horrendous second half of the season, if McLaren will try and break the contract themselves. I don't, I don't think so. I don't probably think won't. Because so. it's, it, it's an expensive contract to break. And it's like, Oh my you know, god, sorry, it's raining. It's raining. Is it raining here? Not raining here. It's like heavy Why raining. Is... <laughs> Quick, run outside. <laughs> Make the most of it. <laughs> Gene Kelly, full. Get the suit on. <laughs> anyway, sorry, how bizarre. Um, How bizarre? Yeah. But you know, I... You know... Because the thing is, how many... So you've got Daniel Ricciardo, who is not... He's not a bad driver, but he is struggling with this car, right? How many options do McLaren have that they think would be worth breaking a contract of that price, if you get what I mean? Like, 
Okay, Alex Albon, Sebastian Vettel, can you guarantee, like, do you know with certainty that if either of them came into McLaren's seat, that they would do better? No. Exactly. It's. I feel like there's, you know, if they could get Max Verstappen or Lewis Hamilton, that would be a, a different story. But I just, I just don't see it happening and I don't see Daniel wanting to leave because I don't think he'd want to leave the sport <laughs> and there's nowhere be better from anywhere else. Yeah, there's nowhere better he could go like realistically the only place he potentially could go would be Aston Martin if Seb decided to leave. But that's <laughs> you drop him way down. So yeah. I think it's you know what I think is I think people want and you know I think we do too want a silly season to get excited about but this there just isn't one this year and it's I mean we thought it it before like it's not next year's grid that'll be the exciting one it'll be the year after yeah so yeah <sighs> good day mate Daniel Ricardo sorry <laughs> sorry it just comes out just it just finds its way out the Australian accent that is probably not an Australian accent. <laughs> is there anything else we can say about France? The French GP might not be on the calendar next year. What a shame! <laughs> but there's isn't those are the rumours, right? That Spa and France won't be on the calendar next year. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because you think you think about this year's calendar, right? Twenty-two race calendar. And then Las Vegas is getting added, so 23. Qatar's coming in, isn't it? 24. And then South Africa's probably coming in, 25. So then they, you know, I I think... I've also seen rumors... Do they have a maximum of 23 or 24 races? But they need to get rid of, like, a couple of races to make it a realistic enough they, race they can't calendar. just keep adding tracks and <laughs> you get a street race and you get a street race and you get a street race like it'll be whatever a 52 back to back whatever <laughs> header that is I was going to say it's like a 52 header like it would just be constant 52 pull header Imagine if that was actually a thing, though. You'd need, like, probably four rotations of drivers and mechanics and... Oh, yeah. It... Christmas is on a Sunday? Too bad. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, it's just, you know, it's a bit excessive. I mean, at the moment, as much as it's entertaining for us, and on a selfish level... I love a big race calendar. But realistically, even at the moment, it's stretching it. It's excessive. (laughs) It's, like, borderline, like, ridiculous. Yeah, and... But getting rid of France... Okay, I mean, it's a bit sad because there are two French drivers on the grid. So it's a bit sad in that sense angry about the loss of the German GP 
Bring it back. Bring it back. Honestly. Don't stop, Ned. Give up. Hold your head high and reach the top. Da 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 da. Bring it all back to you. Dreams are falling in love. Da 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 Bring it all back to you. Okay. Um, spa going. Look, right. I'm not sad about the French and Belgian GPs going specifically which might be a bit of a controversial statement that I'm not so sad about spa but you know think about the one spa race I've seen <laughs> think about it <laughs> but what I am sad is that it is for the sake of mostly street races because ultimately no matter how not great the racing at France might usually be is it going to be better at a street a street track no no probably not I mean even Baku this year was a bit boring I mean street races were only really introduced to add to the spectacle of the sport like, it's not to enhance like the actual racing so mm. just to increase the spectacle and a, a hindrance and an impact of losing actual racing it's just so wrong i know and it, it's frustrating because you see the amount of money they spend on these like how much did they spend for las vegas to get that like plot of land to put the garages and think they they wouldn't need that much money to just get a track somewhere and just build it up to the right grade for them to be able to race it <sighs> or just go to the Germany <laughs> and it's just like ah, oh. because you do worry you see them you know ultimately the problem with them taking spot dog sorry I've just had the dog, dog. scratch at the door dog <laughs> I love her I love her <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> um, my problem, if, if they do take Spa off the calendar, and I know it's been taken off before and it's come back on, but again, if it's f to be replaced by street tracks, then is anything safe? No. Like, my worry is, you know, Monaco, no matter what you think of Monaco, it is historical and it, it is special and this year's Monaco was actually, to be fair to it, really quite good. But like, is the Italian GP safe? Is the British GP safe? No. No. I mean, until like fairly recently when Silverstone got that contract extension, it was looking pretty real that the British GP was going to leave the calendar. Like, and it that's, ju that's just mad. Like, just imagine an F1 calendar without Silverstone now, or without Monza. Like, and imagine they got replaced <laughs> by a street circuit in Manchester. <laughs> British GP, but worse. Oh, it just makes <sighs> me, I just, yeah. Right, the time has started, so I don't want to get started on Hungary yet. But I'm not entirely sure what to talk about for nine and a half minutes. 
Um, I mean, we've spoke about the weather, so. <laughs> I know. Geez, we've already gone through all the small talk. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, wow, um, great content. <laughs> we can cut this out, we can edit it. No, no cutting, no editing. Nothing. We're keeping it real. <laughs> keep we keep it real on this podcast. Um, sorry, debate topics. We'll just have to go to the old faithful. <laughs> uh, oh, fifty. I know what I can talk about. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't really because I'm kind of not Twitter's biggest fan at the minute, so I'm mm. kind of not like fully engaged with it but I did see a tweet how um, the FIA will introduce tougher tests on the roll hoops of cars next season as a result of Joe Guanyu's crash as they should I think it's important it's nothing that they would have known before because obviously the situation hasn't arose a car has skidded on its top and the roll hoop has on like that. but I think you know it's a good good amendment to make it's good like obviously as they should but it's just it's kind of frustrating that they have to wait for a big accident to happen for them yeah, to yeah. think oh you know what actually we should put in some more tests for this yeah summer. true yeah while, while we're while we're in the sort of like downtime. Okay. Mm. <laughs> um, did you see the stuff about that Aston Martin? Um, not employee, but he was an employee of a contractor or something. And the racism that he faced whilst working under Aston Martin. No. Yeah, so, I mean, I'd recommend anyone to, to look this up because it it's just... Uh, it just shows that there's a culture issue, cultural issue within F1 stuff because we've seen the stuff, the Yuri Vip stuff, which Red Bull got rid of him but didn't quite get rid of him. The Nelson Piquet stuff where you've got people like Max and I think Lando as well saying like, yeah, he shouldn't have said that, but he's not racist. Um, you've got the harassment going on at the track last race at Austria and whilst you've got people like Lewis and Seb who are quite harsh against it and like Seb saying that people should get lifetime bans you've got Lando saying I don't think lifetime bans would be necessary because they're still fans and we shouldn't do that to fans and it's like hmm and now this which shows that within teams there is a cultural issue of why should they feel comfortable enough to use racial slurs against someone like, oh, it, it's just disgusting. frustrating because this stuff, it's literally like every single week it's something else and yet nothing really gets done I mean Aston Martin, to be fair to them did say that when they found out about the allegations they fired or 
got I'm I'm I get a bit confused because I know it's sort of a contractor situation, but I know Aston Martin said that they got rid of those people, but at the end of the day, why did those people feel comfortable enough to talk like that in the first place? This is kind of one of the reasons wait well, it's not kind of it is one of the reasons why I'm becoming so disinterested with the sport because it just feels like every week there's just something that's been made you know public that's just really awful (laughs) and I'm like why am I giving my time and money to keep promoting this thing it's just I don't know but that's like kind of the thing it's like unfortunately the people that are affected most so mostly people of colour specifically black people but also women and those who are part of the LGBT plus community the issue is because a few not many people within the sport who aren't part of those communities want to speak up those people that are kind of have to stay in to almost keep bringing attention to it if you know what I mean it's like what would be done how much would be done and it's not even like much has been done but how much would be done in F1 if Lewis Hamilton wasn't part of the sport in terms of racism oh very very little I think the sport that we know would be completely different had Lewis not been in F1 and that's like that's, and that's the issue. Shocking. Yeah, like in terms of like the harassment of women and the general sort of misogynistic culture within motorsports as a whole, you need women to be fans almost <laughs> to try and speak up and bring people's attention to it, so no one else will. And it's the same. It's the same with homophobia. It's the same with racism. Racism. Same with transphobia. And it's just a. It's a really sort of weird, frustrating situation. I don't know. You love the sport, but the sport doesn't love you back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lance Stroll thing. Right. <sighs> Two and a half minutes. Why is this a debate? To- Sorry, I've got the debate topics up on my phone and talking about what we just talked about. One of the debate topics is should females be actively encouraged towards STEM fields? No, they should stay in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of question is that? I guess what they're trying to promote is, like, the idea of, like, is it bad to, like, make an effort to be, like, oh, try and do this. Like, shouldn't women do what they want? But as we said, it's a culture thing. It's trying to shift the culture. Women don't genetically... Like, when you have... Is it XX that women have? Chromosomes? Whatever. Like, that doesn't mean that, oh, genetically now, I don't like maths. <laughs> like, come on. Can't, I can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. Come on. Give me these. I don't like these debate topics. They're not fun. I need to find ones for primary school age children. Ah perfect www.childfun.com um mm, should tracking devices be allowed on student ids no what's a bit weird like your 
card. Why would why why would it why would someone want a tracking device on it? I know that is a bit uh, dystopian, isn't Maybe, it? Maybe like if it was like mine and I would want to put one on it in case I lost it, but for like someone else, I don't know. Never mind. Mm. Does every home need a pet? I would say yes, yes please. I desperately want a dog. <laughs> Oh, I keep looking at the Dogs Trust website and making myself sad. Could you sponsor oh, one? I don't. I don't want to sponsor one, Chloe. I want. I want one. It took me nine years to convince my parents. Hang in there. Oh, oh she's gone. She's gone. That actually ended far more suddenly than I was expecting you know if if you don't have a pet like the number one way to make yourself feel sad is to look at like God, the dogs trust website or the RSPCA website and if you're not in the, the UK then those are basically like charities that look after animals I mean dogs trust is obviously dogs it's in the name but yeah, and you just see them, and it's animals that people have, you know, given to them, whether it's because they had behavioural issues, or they just couldn't look after the dog or the pet anymore. And just looking at all their faces, <laughs> I want to adopt all of them, they're so cute. Used to have a hamster multiple hamsters over the years I mean they're, they're my sisters but yeah hamsters are fun but you can't you can't you can't hug a hamster you know you can't and you've got to kind of hold on to it because if it falls off the edge of something it's a bit like a hamster jumping off the edge of a sofa is a bit more drastic than a than a dog so you got to kind of hang on. Also, hamsters can get out. The last hamster we had at one point managed to get out of her cage. Like, escape fully. And I remember going in and crying because I thought my sister would hate me. Until I found the hamster in her sock drawer. And the hamster had obviously gone through one like the top drawers. It was like a chest of drawers. And had chewed through my sister's shorts. So, yeah hamsters that's the, the, yep hello we're back <laughs> that cut out far more um unexpectedly than i was expecting it, it, it felt very very all quick <laughs> hungry <laughs> finally i am hungry you... oh yeah all the time constantly <laughs> Do you remember who won the Hungarian Grand Prix last year, Chloe? No. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Chloe, please tell me you remember the Hungarian Grand Prix. Come on. Was that what happened one? at the start of it? I have a really bad. Didn't was there a crash? There was a crash. Big. 
it was it was so it was damp last year at the start of the Hungarian Grand Prix and at the start Valtteri Bottas didn't get a good start Lando Norris did goes around Valtteri Bottas they get to turn one Valtteri wait, wait, Bottas the misses the braking zone goes into Lando Norris who then goes into Max who goes into someone else and Lance Stroll crashes into Charles Leclerc big crash now do you remember who won the race <laughs> well did I even watch this you you didn't watch it, but you know who won it, Chloe. Was this the one where Esteban won? Yes, Estebesti. <laughs> Come on. It's too warm. I have the memory of a fish. Um, but yeah, I how many cars retired? Quite quite a few. But and I know that Daniel Ricciardo and Max Verstappen got damage as well that affected them in the race, which was sad because Daniel Ricciardo was so close to getting out of that mess in front, but he he didn't. But luckily he would get a win later in the season. Now it was damp at the restart, red flag. Everyone does a formation lap. Do you remember what happened then? Big meme. Yes. And it's lights out for Lewis Hamilton only. <laughs> yep, exactly. Everyone came into the pits apart from Lewis Hamilton who left his intermediate tyres on. It turned out to be the wrong decision. So funny. Because as they came out of the pits behind Lewis Hamilton, Lewis struggled to stay in front and pitted. Obviously, that pit would put him behind everyone because they had all pitted, they all had basically a zero second pit stop, apart from when it helped them out. What was <laughs> like Mercedes thinking? I don't know. I think Lewis had said, I think we need to stay on the intermediate, so... Also, but considering everyone else... The problem was as well, he was a race leader, so everyone pitted behind him. I think if everyone, if people had been pitting in front of him, he might have pitted, but because he was the one at the front. If yeah. Lewis had pitted as well, and they all pit, then I guess they would have just waited for them to come back round to start? Or would they just not I you was, I, I assume that if everyone pitted, then it would just be like, okay, see what order everyone is in, in the pits then once they've done the pit stops because you can't like there also is always a possibility that someone has a slow pit stop and it causes them to come out behind so you'd see that order and then maybe use that order for the race start because obviously like i'd assume it would be like have the safety car and have everyone come out behind the safety car and then get into either have a rolling start or potentially a standing start it'd be an odd situation <laughs> but yeah so which then left us with if I remember right, I should probably look it up, but I'm just trying to remember. The race leaders of Esteban Ocon at the front with Sebastian Vettel right behind him. And I want to say, I'm pretty sure in third place was Nicholas Latifi, who was kind of like a, a cork in a bottle. Because I remember Yuki, Yuki Tsunoda was fourth, couldn't get past him. But Carlos Sainz eventually undercut them two, which took him further up. And all in the meantime, Lewis Hamilton is making his way through the field until 
he came up against a formidable foe. One that he'd met before on the racetrack many years ago. Fernando Alonso. El Plan. And Fernando Alonso, like, his defence, whenever it comes to Lewis Hamilton, impeccable. <laughs> Absolutely impeccable. Like, he get he just, like, he harnesses all his emotions <laughs> and puts it into defensive skill. It's incredible. And ultimately, that did help Esteban Ocon win the race because Fernando managed to hold Lewis up enough that he could only make it to third place. Another exciting thing about Hungary, Williams points. I think you'll probably remember nearer the start of the race, seeing, you probably saw it on social media, George saying, if there's any way I can help Nicky, let me know because Latifi was the further ahead. But both of them ended up in the points, which was very exciting and George cried about it in the interview, which was very sweet. But if you look at the video, you can see Max and Daniel laughing behind him. <laughs> but yeah, those were the first Williams points in... Mm. The first Williams points of any kind since the 2019 German Grand Prix. Mad. And their first double points finish since 2018 Italian Grand Prix. Mad. Mad. <laughs> Mad. Oh, Williams. So, yeah, so that was exciting for them, and Esteban Ocon won his first ever win, which was, you know, so exciting. Sebastian Vettel did come second, and then he didn't, because he didn't have enough fuel in his car for a fuel sample, and it's not that Aston Martin were being dodgy, it just seems that there was an issue with the car that led to that, and it's a strict liability thing. Ah, oh, sad. Seb. I know, I know, which ended... So the podium ended up being Esteban Ocon, Lewis Hamilton and Carlos Sainz, which is not the first podium that he had where he's, he's got it post-race, I believe. So, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's just interesting. But yeah, Hungary last year, real thrilling, thanks to our, our guy Valtteri. <laughs> Thank you, Valtteri. Thank you, Valtteri. I know it wasn't your finest moment, but it was entertaining. <laughs> but yeah, I remember Lewis was not very well after that race. I don't know if you saw any clips of him on the podium, but it oh was... Oh my god, I hate, I hate... Not an, it wasn't a nice sight. It wasn't nice to see. Because he'd obviously pushed himself to the limit, and, you know, he did a great job, but... Yeah quite upsetting and I, I would I hope that no drivers in this heat push themselves to I know that they will but like I I, I hope they don't but they will sadly it's just so frustrating yeah it's too hot it's too warm it is too warm it's, it's simply it's simply too hot uh, too spicy if only there was a way to help the climate and fight <laughs> global warming. If only. But you keep using your paper straws. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chloe, it's not. 
Oh wait, no, that's what you are saying. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, wait, wait, blame. I was like, I in my head I registered plastic straws, and I, just, I was like, Chloe, we need to blame the big corporation. It just frustrates but that's me what you were saying. They're like, they preach like, you know, we can only do this together. You use your paper straws. You, you know, save the turtles. Use less air conditioning, do this, and then they have like these ginormous factories just pumping out all of this crap. Well, wasn't, wasn't the carbon footprint made, like the idea was made by like BP or something? I don't know. Like, you're, you're telling me, you, BP, potentially, are telling me to reduce my quote-unquote carbon footprint. Like obviously, I'm saying that people shouldn't just be yeah, absolutely don't be reckless. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but it's just frustrating. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. I agree. Predictions, French sheepy. I think pole. I think it might be a Ferrari pole. Well, I think uh, the question is, if if Carlos does take a new engine, which is likely. It would be does Charles. He, does he make an effort in quality, or or does he just go in Q1? Cause mind in Canada, Charles didn't you know go to Q3. He dropped out in Q1, I think. So do they do that with Carlos? Probably. I mean, if if I will be taking him out of my fantasy team, <laughs> I'll say that. So I I mean I think Charles. Um, yeah, I think I think he, he's just a safe bet <laughs> when predicting, you know, I don't know. Or maybe it could be it could be a Mercedes. I don't know. I'm holding out hope that the Mercedes is going to be up there. You never know. Never know. And it's, you know, France isn't a bumpy circuit, is it? So no poor poising worries. Who's going to win at France, though? It's not gonna be a Ferrari. I'm. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna stick with it. I think Lewis Hamilton. Let's just let's just go, Lewis. Lewis Hamilton is winning in France, and then he's gonna win again in Hungary. Lewis Hamilton dub, domination. Dub, 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 dub. Lewis Hamilton. This is it from here to the end of the season. Lewis wins everywhere. <laughs> Who's gonna get pole in Hungary though? I'm gonna give Max the Hungary pole. I don't know why just feels right why not he's g1 there's a few low speed corners at hungary aren't there it's quite a but there's also the big i don't know i don't know anything about this sport <laughs> you know more than me <laughs> put our brains together and maybe we know one thing <laughs> And it's that Carlos Sainz has beautiful hair. <laughs> to be fair, if I like get the the fan right, then it could kind of look like I'm in like a hair commercial. Wait, let me hold it up. You'll be on same wind you're machine. The, <laughs> <laughs> the problem is right. I've got a fringe, and this is just exposing my forehead. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, if I speak into it, oh. Can you hear that? <laughs> I, so I sound like a robot. A little bit. 
But yeah, anything else this week? It's very hot. Do you know what? I'm absolutely <laughs> dying. I'm proud of us for making it through. Apparently it's 35 now. Oof. Nasty. Nasty boys. Don't mean a thing. Boom, boom. It's Janet. Miss Jackson if you're nasty. I feel like this episode... I mean, <laughs> it's been going on for 56 minutes. But I feel like what has been actually said... 36 degrees, man. Ooh. What, are, what has been actually said? <laughs> like, what what is... I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh man. Um, something. Something's been said. Maybe something of worth has been said somewhere in this podcast. Probably not. <laughs> no. Positive. Positive vibes only. This has been an absolute... Oh. Brilliant. It's been episode. a banger of an episode. Banger. Absolute top Bang. notch. Bang. Have you ever seen um, the Bob the Builder uh, A Christmas to Remember film? I Where his, have his not. brother his brother works in uh, I can't remember whether it's the Arctic or Antarctica, but then he, he comes back uh Elton John well it's not Elton John but it's kind of Elton John and then Elton John sings in it. Um, this guy sings Crocodile Rock. Um, and there's a there's a sorry, I got reminded of it because there's a character in it called Banger. So I didn't even know that's that Bob my the Builder point. that was a movie. They did movies. Oh, I would recommend watching it. I love it. I love it. I watch it at Christmas. <laughs> but, <sighs> you know what though? Big big Bob the Builder fan loved that. Christmas love that show. classic. Bob the Builder. Um Although I don't, I don't love what they've done to him. I love OG Bob the Builder, not the one with like eyes. <laughs> no. Have you seen the new Bob the Builder? Yeah. What have they done to Bob yeah. the Builder? Like, he j- he's just weird. Bob the Builder would win the French GP. <laughs> Stick Bob the Builder in the car. Can he fix it? Yes, he can. Get him in that. Aston Martin. I was literally going to say, get him an Aston Martin seat right now. <laughs> nah, he's going to be in. Um, he's going to. He's going to win it in Rolly. <laughs> Ro- is Rolly the green one as well? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's the Aston Martin car. Rolly from the Bob the Builder. <laughs> can someone? Can someone? I might do it honestly. Can someone? Get Rolly from Boulder Builder and then edit the Aston Martin livery onto him. That would make my life. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Shall we shall we wrap up on that note? <laughs> Let's wrap it up. As I said before, tortilla wrap meal deal in a box, plastic box I want with a, meal a window. Deal. I had one yesterday. So jealous. Love a meal deal. <sighs> anyway, that's it for this episode <laughs> of The Rookies. What are we talking about next week? The French GP. Hopefully it's a good one. 
If you want to keep up to date with the podcast, then make sure to follow us on our socials at the Rookies F1 Podcast on Instagram and at the Rookies F1 on Twitter and YouTube. And make sure to tune in next week and have a simply lovely day. All right. Goodbye. Uh, how do you say bye in French? Also, I hope the sound quality was better. This could be an absolute nightmare when it comes to editing, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <Ooh. laughs> um, bon- bonsoir. Bonsoir. I think so. Uh, bonsoir. <laughs>